0: Radio Australia just hit six o'clock. It must be time for all about relationships. But I'm going to have to stop before I even introduce the man who who runs the show. Okay, with the, from sort of with a funny little piece of paper that he always brings in. Look, I've just played um, a um a man. I feel like a woman now. I'm telling you right now. No, I don't feel like that in any way, shape or form. But I do tell you right now. I hear Shania Twain is single, and I just wanted to know. That I'm available. I'm not. <laughs> oh man, what a superstar! What can you say? And after that, welcome Wayne. How are you? I'm doing very well. Great to hear, mate. Great to hear. No, I just uh, I literally yesterday uh, something came up on the old internet and it was alerting me to the fact that Shania was was single and I thought, well, jeez, you know, if I was only I don't know better looking, um, you know, worked out,
1: um, had money, had talent, oh, I'd have a shot. <laughs> And it's funny that you mention that because that's just reminded me of something. Mm. You know, they have these um, polls in People magazine: sexiest man, sexiest woman, blah, blah, blah. How the hell can you gauge that Mm. on a public figure? Because they put on a facade, they put on. on an image, and I mean, we all do to an extent anyway. So when you're out there, what the hell are they gauging that stuff off? Yeah. If it's just purely looks, okay, let's promote superficial. Fantastic. Well, that's got to g- unfortunately, yeah. yeah. No, I know. Mm. But sexy, and this is where I get annoyed with it, mm. and I know I'm guffing on a tangent, however it is important to what we're talking about. Let's do it. You get people that go, oh, they're sexy. Yep. Thinking sexy is just looks. Sexy is someone who is oh, confident yeah. in their... Body. Yep. As someone who, they
0: carry something and there's a, uh, like, uh, there's an energy. Simple as that. Absolutely.
1: And I remember reading a while ago about Catherine Hepburn when she was filming, they, the studio didn't like her wearing pants. Right. All right. Okay. So they took her pants away from her Mm. to force her to wear a skirt. And she went, buggy you, and just walked around in the knickers (laughs) until they gave her pants back. Now, someone with that sort of strength and belief in who they are and everything, that's sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely you know. Um, but, I, they, but hey, they don't put Catherine Hepburn in a sexy pole, do they?
0: No, they don't and, and you know what frightens me is how my brain works Because okay, I saw the absolute opposite of sexy Because when you started talking about pants I thought about pantsuits And I thought about Hillary Clinton And all of a sudden Oh my God Oh, I'm not sure I was wondering why you went pale <laughs> <laughs> It will never work again, Wayne It will never work again <laughs> but that is the epitome of not sexy. Someone who's got that ugly energy, right? Yes. Simple as that. You you um you know like, uh, yeah, people are not, not hanging themselves to get away from it, let's face it. It's just this this um yeah, people can be great to look at, but if they don't put that out that persona, if you don't have that feeling, no, it's just hey, it's a painting. Exactly. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Anyway, that was our tangent. We love a good tangent. So, okay,
1: what is on that enormous post-it note that you have written (laughs) your notes on for the day? Well, actually, I thought I'd start off with Mm -hmm. the last one that I talked about last week. Okay. All All right. right. Hit me. Because when I talked about it, Mm -hmm. I was looking at it only from a singular point of view. And just to remind everyone, Mm -hmm. it was about... All relationships don't have to be monogamous. Yes. Well that yeah you finished on a doozy. All right. And only because there is a number of people that that is true for them. And it got me thinking about the way we use the phrase I love you. All right. Right. Is we tend to only reserve it for certain people. Yeah. Now you will recall mm-hmm. in one of the shows I explained the emotion of love, how it's made up with all the different things on your graphic equalizer, yes, of all your trust and respect, and all of these sorts of things. And you have that with everyone when you meet someone, mm-hmm. they're all baseline and then yep. they'll rise up as you look, get to know the person, sure. So, the more that happens, the more you love that person, sure. Some got a little bass, some got a little treble, exactly. And we like the bees. Damn right. And one of the things that I've been working on for a long time Mm. is being comfortable saying that phrase, I love you, to people who aren't my partner and aren't my children. Okay. All right? And I made sure to let my boys know when I regularly tell them I love them and everything like that and they say it to me. Cool. And... It took me a while to get comfortable saying it to mates. Right. Because they're just a bit like. Because you've got all those connotations attached to it. Yeah,
0: well, then there's the moment next to. When you're standing next to each other at the urinal, now it's awkward. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And. And it's one of those things where we shouldn't have that stigma attached to it. You should be able to say to people, even mm. people that are just acquaintances, mm. you know, I really love you, man. I like what you stand for, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. That sort of thing. We should be comfortable saying that. I agree,
0: but with a bit of a, a caveat. I thoroughly agree because I, I actually tell a lot of people I love them, right? Mm. And, it's, and and I think it's an important part of... I don't know, well, it works for me, okay? Mm-hmm. A big part of me. But I don't also, at the same time... I don't want the person that I love, the people that I love, to be, I don't want to lessen that. So, you, can we get another word? Can we come up with another one? How
1: about double love?
0: Double love. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we could help, I don't know, like yeah, love light. I don't know, something that fits in the it's middle. Good, yeah, lo- diet lo- love.
1: Lo- low, low fat love. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Nutra sweet. I don't know. Something in the middle. I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> I know where you're heading yeah, with that. Yeah. Why does it have to diminish it? Why wouldn't it enhance it? Because think about it, if you 're mm. able to mm. give love to more people, yeah all right, yeah, wouldn't that then open up your ability to love more honestly, more unconditionally, therefore wouldn't the people that you love the most mm. benefit more? Wayne, have
0: you ever been in a relationship with a woman? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Once or twice?
0: I, I just, I'm just trying to see how I'd sell it. That's all. I really do. Because, okay, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm with someone I love very, very much, you know, mm. and I just, I, um, yeah, I, I don't know how I'd go to a, hey, I've got a lot of love to give. Um, but just so you know, you've got a little extra sugar on top. I don't know. You don't have to explain it. You demonstrate Dem- it. Oh, look at this. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that works.
1: That's that works. the tough one. That's gotcha. The tough okay, one. this is where you were traveling. You dragged me there, didn't you? Look yeah. at that. Yeah, because it's not what you say, it's what you do. Mm. Everyone can say, I'm there for you. Yep. When the shit hits the fan, yeah. I need you. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate, I'm busy. Yeah. I'm doing my hair. There you go. Exactly. Yes. And then you find out who they really are. Mm. So for me... I think we should use that word more and be comfortable saying it. Okay, okay. Cool. I think I think we'd all benefit. Oh, look, I think the whole world would be a better place with more love.
0: Let's be absolutely frank. Oh, damn straight. We look at all the stuff that's going on right now, um, which is pretty much there's you know there's two factors that are controlling the world too much, and that's people's egos and hate. You know? Yes. And if you could probably get people's egos in check and if you could probably get people to be more on the loving side of life, we wouldn't have all these dramas. Yeah. And the mm. hate
1: just comes because you don't know or understand something. Yeah. Yep. You know, yep. when people go on about, say, a foreigner, mm-hmm. so the old xenophobia runs oh, a bit rampant, yep. it's only because you don't understand their belief, their cultures, etc. Open yourself up, learn about their beliefs. Someone's got different political opinion. Hey, do some exploration. Yeah, Find out the other side. You might learn something.
0: You might. So anyway, that.
1: I'll just step back off my soapbox now. <laughs> It's, it's very high up there. <laughs> okay. So we're actually up to number 14 okay. on this oh, list. Oh, this is
0: the same list from last is, week. Yes. Oh,
1: okay. You folded it differently. Okay. <laughs> oh, far out. Okay. So this one, mm. a lot of people tend to do this, and I know I've been guilty of this one. Oh. A successful relationship comes from prioritizing their needs. Mm. So mm. you're putting them first. If they want something, mm. they get it. You mm. miss out. They yep. want to do something, they get to do it. You miss out. Yep, yep. And that's that's not a good one.
0: Uh, I, I call that the relationship with Mimi. Mimi, Mimi, Mimi. Mimi, Yeah, very yeah. good. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had my moments. But it's true, though. You, you Often... You fall into a relationship and you do fall. Into. We do that a lot. Right? We, we fall into relationships. Like, hang on, you kind of, it's kind of like that Talking head songs. You know, how did I get here? This is not my beautiful house. Da da um, But you, yeah, you fall into a relationship and you kind of think to yourself, "Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on." Like, have I become some sort of service animal?
1: Yeah, you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, and, and you, you lose yourself in it, and that goes for men and women. Let's face it.
1: Yeah, and it's the old doormat syndrome. Yeah. And, and I was there and. Thankfully, that was one of the lessons I had to learn, and I learned it, and yep. no longer a doormat. So, no, 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 fair it's enough. It's a good thing, yeah. So, um, yeah, next one. If my partner loves me, mm. they would know what I want or why I'm angry. <laughs> yeah, see, I have an answer for this too. I always
0: say, my name's not Claire.
1: Voyant. Yes,
0: spot nice, on. Nice. Exactly. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And no. it, it,
1: the, the thing that that shows up, and mm-hmm. this this is actually a good thing when they have this belief, because okay. it shows up a very erroneous habit of, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm going to uh, keep all my cards yeah. close to my chest mm-hmm. and see how clever you are to figure it out. Yeah, but And oh. if you figure it out, then you qualify mm-hmm. to be my partner. So hang on, it's not a game show. Ex-
0: what is this, charades? Exactly. It right? yeah, sounds like, you know, it's a movie. No, this is life. And you, if you're honest and transparent with people... You can have a better relationship.
1: Yeah, and it's like the old joke, you know, about um, your partner, when they get angry and you mm-hmm. ask them what's wrong and they say nothing. Oh. And it's like it's never <laughs> it's never, never what they actually say. Uh, it never is. All right, what's the next number there, of Peanuts? Jeez, we're ripping through them here. We are. Oh, you noticed <laughs> I shirt. just noticed your shirt. That's the old <laughs> Yes, it's yeah. awesome. Actually, here's a question mm-hmm. for you just to go off on the tangent. Mm-hmm. Who's your favourite car- uh, peanut character? I don't really There know. should be a personality attest, there should attached, be. attached to guess, this. Look, there I, probably I'm is.
0: gonna be lazy and just go Snoopy.
1: I'd
0: oh, see everyone goes to Snoopy is yeah. cute. The wife loves Snoopy. Right. Well, then, right. yeah. Well clearly she's right. If I I came up with the same answer, clearly
1: your wife is right. Exactly. So, yes. No, I, I like Pig Pen. <laughs> who the hell is that? He's the kid that's always dirty. Oh, right. So I didn't even know he had a name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's his <laughs> na- well, he does actually have a, an actual name. Right. But everyone calls him Pigpen. Uh, but the reason I like him is yeah. he's completely like anyone else, mm. All right. he's always dirty, he's never clean. actually once right. they cleaned him, Charlie Brown was like, oh my God, you're clean, and they went to Charlie Brown, when they looked back at Big Ben, he was all dirty <laughs> again.
0: <laughs> so hang on, I've just made a bit of a uh, connection here, is he like Kenny from South Park?
1: Yes. Oh right, there you
0: go, because yeah, okay, you kill Kenny obviously um,
1: on South Park, and the little boy's dirty, yeah. okay, there yeah. you go. But I, but I like him because he has no shame mm. about being dirty. It's just who I am. The, Deal with it. I, I like it. Look, I've um, got to be very honest here. Uh, apart
0: from being a little OCD, that would be an issue for me. But I have not. I have not followed. I have not watched. I haven't cared enough about the peanuts. <gasps> yes, you I, haven't cared enough. No, I haven't
1: flogged. I
0: know. Oh, there you go. That's why all I can see. Well, that's
1: Saturday Night Sorted, isn't it? <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> I am um, just. Yes, give me a moment there. No, but in my mind, all I can see is Snoopy with the, um, you know, with the goggles and the Red scarf, Baron. and yeah, that's what I can see. Yeah. That'll do for me.
1: Okay, there you go. Yeah, another tangent. Everyone's yeah. probably yeah. going, where the yeah. hell do these guys just, go? They're very strange. <laughs> or this one, the relationship would work if they would just change. <laughs> yeah. And this is a common one, and we've touched on this one before, where you have the honeymoon period Mm -hmm. and it's all lovey-dovey and fantastic and you can't spend enough time with them. And then once the honeymoon period ends, Mm. you see them for all that they are. And that's sometimes
0: very scary.
1: Yeah, and all the stuff that you don't like is Mm. the stuff that you ignored and blocked out. Oh, but sometimes it was
0: cute before.
1: Right, and cute yeah, becomes. Yeah, we becomes go scary. out drinking, and it's fun when you're drunk, and uh, ha ha ha. And then later on, you're just a raging alcoholic. You yeah. mean that one? Yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's typical. We do have these attitudes when we first meet someone, mm. where we will allow certain things, mm-hmm. and then later on, we'll have a problem with them because that was a red flag, and we chose not to notice it. Yep. And to excuse it, and justify it, and explain it away. And then down the track go, oh, here's this sudden problem. Yeah,
0: not so sudden. It's been there the whole time. Uh, yeah, but it's so hard. Especially when you're really into someone that's going well, you know, and they've got some small, you know, I don't know, the heads of their exes in the freezer, something like that, right? Mm. And you, you've you just got to go, oh, she's just keeping them fresh. You know, you come up with an excuse because she's awesome in other regards. Yeah, you can't do that. I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I certainly, from bad experiences, and I do make the joke about heads in the freezer, but I kind of lived it. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, if I just stepped back and gone, you know what? This what this behaviour? It's unacceptable. Mm. Right. And if I'd said that early on, well, two things could have happened. Either that could have been dealt with, and you could have moved forward, and you could have had more success in the relationship, yep. and not built up resentment on it. Mm-hmm. Or alternatively, you could have just done the other one of next, and moved on.
1: I hope everyone moved away from their speaker when you did that. (laughs) So do I. I'm worried that cars have just run into the gardens and off the street. Oh, dear.
0: All right, what's next on that magical list? Okay. Where are we?
1: Um, A relationship requires sacrifice. Sacrifice. Human or regular? Okay. Go on. You know what I, I mean. Okay, yeah, please explain. <laughs> see, see, that's the problem when you become a dad. You, you can't you, resist you can't. a dad joke. This is so true. Yeah, I it, it's no. almost Moves from your genes mm-hmm. to just on your skin, and it just can't <laughs> not present itself.
0: Oh, I want to actually throw out right now, okay, um, to a mate of mine, Darren. Okay, Darren, mate, you are right now. You are the king of the dad jokes. The stuff you're putting online at the moment, they are so bad. I love every single one of them. Thank you very much. So, so they go on
1: the groaner meter. Oh dear, dear. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I've got a mate that puts one up every Friday on Facebook. Right. And most of them you groan. Yeah. And every now and then you go, it's a groaner, however, hilarious. That's
0: right. Does the groan become a grunt? You know? Yeah. Yes. Anyway.
1: Yeah, so sacrifice is where, for anyone that may need clarity on this one, Mm. sacrificing is where you subjugate your Wants, beliefs, desires, goals, etc., to your partners. Okay. In other words, mine are, aren't as important as yours. And if I make yours really important, then our relationship will work because you'll think more of me. Mm, okay. So mm. no, don't sacrifice. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. Okay. No, Fair not, a, not a good thing. Now look. Please, mate. I'm sorry. I know you're getting... You're on a roll. That, I get that. that we, ne- we need to stop. We do. All right? Like uh, You know what? I might, might have to make need, the show longer. We might have to at this rate. Look, you've got a lot to talk about. Uh, but uh, honestly, can you just can you just tell it to my heart? Oh, God. Dead Radio Australia, all about relationships and an absolute plethora of dad jokes. <laughs> Yes, array. She feels so high. I'm not even going to make a joke about that, mate. I think it just writes itself. It's Edge Radio Australia all about relationships. (laughs) All right. Now, we've been uh, doing what we do uh, often on a Thursday night, and that's uh, go through your magical lists, all right, Um, of of strange relationship anecdotes. (laughs) Yes. Now, what are we up to? Number 463? Almost, Almost. What Almost. number are we up to? Well, this
1: one's eighteen. Oh, okay, okay. All right, so it's fully matured. Gotcha. Yeah. So okay. this one I got from Brené Brown. You've heard of her? Um, you said, "See, you're confusing me." You talk about Charlie Brown. You talk about, oh, come God. on. <laughs> I'll pay that one. That was there a nice go. little <laughs> reverse segue there. <laughs> no, Brené Brown is. Um, she's got the. I think it's the third most popular TED talk ever. Yes, yes, about yes. vulnerability. Uh, uh, Um, I think it was vulnerability. Is it? it? But she does lots of talks and writes books on vulnerability and fear and guilt and all of this sort of thing. And I was listening to her on a podcast, and she was talking about her relationship with her husband Mm -hmm. with the context of her coming to grips with various things so she could become that better version of herself. And she was saying how people have this belief that a relationship is 50-50. You always hear people say, "A relationship's 50-50. Mm-hmm. And Brene Brown goes, that's rubbish. It is. He said, for my husband and I, mm. that number varies immensely. Well,
0: it depends where you are in your relationship.
1: Well, it depends where you are in the week. Well, the, well, yeah, because this is how she d- explains it. Right. She might come home from work and be completely spent. It might yep. have been one of those days that she had to just give everything and she's got nothing left to look after the kids and all of this thing. So she comes home, she says to her husband, I'm running at 20%. And he goes, that's okay, I've had a good day. Okay. I'll take up the 80. Oh, right. So he'll go and look after the kids so she can go and recharge. Mm. And then when she's back up to speed, she comes back and she goes, right, yep, now we can... You know, split it out better and everything. Negotiate but on the run. It's always negotiated on okay. the run, and it's true because I have days where I'm pumping and I'll go. Oh, yeah, I'll get lots of things <laughs> done. I'll get my list of things to do, and I'll bang out a heap. And then I've got other days where I'm like, oh, no, it's the telly's just looking my, like my best friend here. I'm yeah, just yeah. going to okay. uh, in front of the telly, and the wife has the same thing. You know, sometimes she'll go, oh, I'm too tired to do something, and I'll go. That's right. I've mm-hmm. got the energy. Yeah. I'll do it and vice versa. Okay. And so, yeah, I, I really like that one of hers where it's, no, they're not 50-50. It's I think that's utterly honest. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. good thing about that is you find out how willing your partner is to step up and take up the slack yeah, when point. you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, if, we were discussing this before the show started where you get people that say, yeah, I've got your back. I'm, mm. I'm there for you. And then when you're struggling. Oh,
0: it's like a truck backing up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, beep, beep,
1: beep. And it's hard because that's when you find out exactly how much people care about you.
0: Yeah, and it's it's a hard thing. I've got um, a, a friend who has gone through some really really tough times, and um, uh, yeah, I, I I noticed. How do I say this without, um, well, quite frankly, identifying them? Um, I just think look, it, it's it's a case of you know. You need to be there for people when uh, and you need to be very genuine, okay, mm. about it. I, I think that okay, being being real, being honest, being authentic is the most important thing. And I think that I I've, so many people in life are not that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And they're not authentic. So, you know, you do, you see this other side of them, they say, Oh, you look, I'll be there for you or whatever and the case may be Then you get to that hard point and yeah, that they're, they're oh, yeah high tailed out and, of there.
1: And this is where um a friend of ours, I was having a discussion with her once because we all do this, all right? So I'm not pointing sure. this person out. Why and are you pointing at me? Come on, why, why? God. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> is we don't ask for help. No. no. All right? And what I realised years ago is when you ask For help from someone, Mm. right? Whether it's a family member, a friend, your partner, kids, whatever. Yeah. When you ask for help, it's saying, I need what you have in my life now to make my life easier. Yep. I'm asking for you to invest a little bit of your time and effort into my life if you can. Okay. Now the person that's getting asked Mm. then goes, Oh, they trust me to do this thing for them yeah, because they must see something in me that's worth asking for. Okay. So if I do that, I show that I value them, mm. they've valued me by asking me, Yeah. and it's a win-win. Yep. And we don't do that enough.
0: Yeah, we don't.
1: No. So when you have your 50-50, 20-80, 50, yep. when you hit your 20% and you say to your partner, I'm, I'm spent, I need an hour to mm-hmm. sit in the tub and, you know... Yep. Look at the candle. Then they go, got it. Yeah. And then you know there's someone who really cares about you. They've got your back. And no matter what happens, mm-hmm. they're going to be there for you.
0: I think too many relationships become a game of ping pong. You know, it's this return and yes. serve all the time, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of like, oh, would you do something for me? I would do something for you. It shouldn't be transactional like
1: that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I had a mate years ago, him and his wife used mm. to keep track of how much money they'd given each other. No way. I oh, don't forget you borrowed that $50 oh. off. It's like you're in a relationship. You're married. Yeah. Yeah, so I have always find it weird. I mean, I know p- there's people that have, like, three accounts. They sure. have the, the main account. Mm-hmm. They each put equal amounts in that covers all the bills, etc. cetera. Yep. And then they have their own money that they can go and spend on their stuff. Mm. And that's fair enough. But you're still part of a partnership, which is what the are. big account does. Yeah. And if you don't do that, you're basically saying, I don't trust you enough.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I look, I... I find that whole subject quite difficult. I grew up in a a house where, um, you know, there was just the family money, right? Mm. So, you know, there was just, there was no mine, yours, or or carry on, whatever. The money came in, and that's how things were looked after. So when I've, in in later life, in relationships where, like I tried that in my first marriage, not successfully, um, not a good system, clearly. But with other relationships, I've had to learn, okay, yeah, look, people like to have their own account, and they like to, I don't know, it's just, to me, love and money never mix terribly well Um,
1: yeah money's always a tricky one when it comes to relationships and the new laws that are out which quite frankly are just
0: ridiculous like I always say look government okay keep the hell out of my wallet keep out of my bedroom um, and yeah pretty much keep out as, as often as possible full stop but Um, when you're finding that these coercive control laws about uh, money and that sort of thing so that you're not allowed to say to your spouse, no, we can't afford that because that becomes domestic violence, right? Because you know that that's the case right now. Right now in Queensland, and it's coming into place in Western Australia, if you say to your partner, we can't afford this... You can literally go to court get a violence restraining order because that is considered to be co- coercive control, financial abuse right and and that gets a violence restraining order, a family violence restraining order now
1: that's that's just rubbish. you know what bothers me the most with all of that mm-hmm. I know already because I run social groups and everything, yeah. I already know enough people that are terrified to risk or terrified enough of risking going into a new relationship as it is, and then you hear that sort of stuff, and they're just going to be like, I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. Mm. It's it's, so sad. it, It is sad because... It's putting fears into people that don't need to be there. They don't need and to be there. Exactly. They don't exist in the first place. Oh, it's just look.
0: It is a politician basically um, buying votes. That's what they're doing. Okay, they're creating. I don't know a who problem.
1: they're buying them from. Because oh.
0: <laughs> no, I know I do actually. I mean, this, here's lay down the facts. I mean, the fact is, I know it's a relationship show, but the facts are, is they are buying the female vote because if you create fear, if you if you create enough fear for women, women now fear that situation will happen to them because now they. believe... That this is a common practice when it's unbelievably rare, mm. uh, financial control, but it does exist. I'm not saying it doesn't. Oh, absolutely. It's a very small issue, right? Um, but by building it up and making enough women scared, you've actually now created a, a voter base for yourself. That's how disgusting it is. Yeah. That's how it works. So, you know, like to me, uh, look money's important you've got to pay bills you've got to make things work in your relationship but look love is fundamentally what this is about yeah and
1: you know money and love oh, it's just an awful oh, like it's like prenups it's, okay? it's not awful it's just uh, so many of us and we always go back to this metaphor our toolbox mm. is full of shitty tools yeah and if we're going to have beliefs like that, yep. we can't then walk around going, why can't I find a partner? It's mm. like hardly bloody surprising if everyone's <laughs> yeah. got these fears. Like I heard one ages ago, they did a, um, a survey of millennial women. Right. And apparently, they now commonly have a belief where if a bloke walks up and says, can I buy you a drink, mm. that's classed as sexual harassment. I know. And it's like... Okay, do you realise that now the blokes are going to hear that and they're just going to go, well, I'm just not going to talk to women. Yeah. And then the women all go, I can't find a decent bloke and no men will talk to me. So yep. they get angry. Then the men feel depressed and they get angry.
0: It's Everyone can't. loses. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And this Well, is apart
1: from two groups, politicians and lawyers. Well, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. And this is why... A lot of what I do is changing people's mindset, which is why I wanted to do these myths. Because if you can dispense with these myths and put solid understanding into your head of how relationships work effectively, you'll realize it takes less effort to have a quality relationship than it takes to have a shitty relationship. Spot on, spot on.
0: And look, what we try and do here, in my personal opinion, is I have no desire to sell fear. Okay, oh God, I, no. I'd, I'd rather sell love. There's, life more, quite there's first, more than enough. Exactly of that right. So you know what? If we can give people the tools in that toolbox, okay, to have a better life, to as you look at the positive things, you know, then this is a very positive way to live our lives rather than mm. this negative energy all the time. No, no, no. I look, I don't want to start a relationship with a plan to failure. Okay, exactly. I, I don't want it. I want to go in there
1: and give it everything. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Cool, nice. Okay, um, number nineteen. Mm. Good song that one. That's right. I can play it. No, no. Yeah, not really no. fitting in no. with the thing. <laughs> so, a good relationship mm-hmm. is one where you're happy all the time. Okay, all right. Is all there right. laughing gas involved in this? Yeah. No, but there are people like that. They think that a good with a good relationship, mm-hmm. you should be happy all the time, and it's like well, that's just impossible. No yeah, one can be not. happy all the time. No. Well, you can if you're heavily medicated. <laughs> However, for the average person, you can't be happy all the time. Thoroughly agree. All right. I have the most amazing relationship with my wife. Love her to absolute bits. Mm-hmm. And allegedly, she loves me <laughs> as well. The and evidence all, points All, to all the evidence <laughs> seems to point to that. And we have our moments, mm. and I do say moments because they're not common, yep. where we get frustrated. We get disappointed. Sure. However, the vast majority of the time, it's very comfortable. Would I yep. say it's happy all the time? Good chunk of it, yep. But a lot of it is just being content and comfortable and enjoying being in the presence of each other. Let me give you a
0: slight compliment, okay? Because don't want to give you a full one. But I'll tell you this: I will, and I want to give you one hundred percent credit. And I actually want to actually, um, effectively, just really endorse the work that you do, my friend, because you've come from some bad relationships in the past, right? Mm. And I see the relationship that uh, you and your wife have, and she's absolutely lovely, man. You know, you're doing very well there, right? But it's this, I see a lovely partnership. I see, I don't see a dominance of any description. I mean, probably twos and froes, whatever, but I, I see a genuine partnership. Mm. And I think that, yeah, you know, if I could, yeah, look, lay it out. I mean, the reality is I think that the great thing with you is you've learned from your mistakes and you're actually taking those mistakes and, and, Giving that that knowledge, right, and that expertise, and that experience to others, mm. and not in a preachy way, and which is great, um, you know, with with a smile on your face. And I think, yeah, look, um, you know, I'll take the hat off to you. mate. You've done very well, and I think that the the motives that you have are very positive. You genuinely, and as as I've said it before though, I've seen the smile on your face when you bring couples together, and and you know, the positive thing you do, um, it lights you up. So keep it up. Thank you very much. End nice. of sermon.
1: Let's go to the next one. Nice. <laughs> okay. Number 20. Mm. Common interests common keep interests. you together. Mm. And that's that's one of your favorites, you know, the joint Facebook account. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and and it is because everyone seems to think if you've got lots of things in common, you'll mm. like doing lots of things together and that's good. Mm. Here's an example. My wife loves her ballet. Right. All right? Yep. Now, I went... Once, not with her, many years ago, because one thing that bugs me is when people judge things without any knowledge Good of it. Good call. All right? Yeah. So I got invited to go to the ballet, and I went, you know what? I can't judge it. I'll go and watch it. And I was impressed by their athleticism and right. the way it was all structured and all of that side of it, but as an experience, didn't do a lot for me. Okay. All right? right. I'll get that. So when my wife goes to the ballet, I'll drop her off. I'll pick her up, Mm -hmm. I'll listen to her talk about it because she's so excited and I like seeing my wife excited about things. For sure. And I'm like, yep, cool. Do I need to go Mm -hmm. so that we can have a good relationship? Absolutely not. No way in the world. Exactly. So you don't have to have lots of common interests. You might only have one or two. Yep. The main thing is you have a common interest and any other interests, you support each other. If your partner's into collecting stamps... Yep. And you couldn't give a toss, you support them heartily. Yeah,
0: I'm with you on that one.
1: You know, if they get excited because they found a, a rare 3P th- stamp, you know, from 1932 or something, and they get mm. all excited, you get excited. For
0: them, don't mail the Christmas cards with it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. There's right. some advice. All right.
1: Yeah, I'm sure to stamp. I think oh, no, <laughs> wrong.
0: Hey mate, I don't want to. Uh, I'm going to have to break in here. Okay, I don't want to. Uh, oh god. I know. So okay, fast. I know. I know. Look, I, I don't want to appear pushy. I really don't. Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. <laughs> Stop when I say when. Oh, ever long. I love the Fooies. What an absolute awesome band there. It's uh, Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. And we are, I'm going to say we're heading towards seven o'clock. Or if you're listening on Sunday, we're heading towards
1: three o'clock. Got ma- it right this week. Look at the
0: mathematical <laughs> talents of this man. It's amazing. All right. Now, <laughs> I'm sorry. I looked up. Okay, and all I see is peanuts looking at me, and instantly there's a lack of credibility. See, sorry, everyone's
1: thinking, like, the le- not I was going to say the legume, but they're not a bloody legume, are they? Mm-hmm. I was, everyone's <laughs> probably thinking, what, he's got a peanut sitting there, yeah. not, not peanuts character? No, no, no. <laughs> you, are, you, you are wearing a novelty t-shirt. I don't know. I'm, I'll I'm, show you the back lad, it's okay. got Snoopy on it.
0: Of course it does, of course it does. <laughs> all right, now we're up to 20? 21. Ooh, I missed one, okay.
1: Okay, cool. no, last 20 was common interests.
0: Of course. Of course
1: okay. it was. So 21 is this reciprocal scorecard keeping, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do this for me, then yeah. I'll do that for you. Okay. And if you're going to do that sort of thing, that's not a relationship. No, that's no, a business. Of course it is. Spot yeah, Because that's what you do in business or politics. Yep. And it's, that's where you negotiate and you look after each other and pave the way for each other. That doesn't work in a relationship.
0: No. All right. okay.
1: and, I, and I've known couples that do this where they keep track of who's paid for what and all of this sort of thing, even though they've been together for years. And it's just nuts. It just does not work. Can't operate like that. Yeah. So if you or your partner do have that mm-hmm. sort of mentality of yep. you scratch my back, please stop. Yeah. Unless you're literally scratching their back. In which case, that's a different story. Sometimes it's
0: very satisfying. Oh, it is. Nothing better
1: than a good back scratch.
0: Oh, look, I I know it's hard for you to believe, but I was actually single for a while and... I had to. I am struggling. Oh, I know, what a struggle. I actually got on eBay and bought myself this back scratcher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's expandable. It's a fantastic thing, mate. It really is. Just, But it's a little creepy because it looks like a little monkey hand. Oh, yeah, they yeah, do, don't they? Know. do. It's
1: just awkward looking. Yeah. It is. Oh, well. don't know what happened to that.
0: Hmm. Okay. Anyway. Something to look for when you get
1: home. <laughs> okay. Now, this one, some mm-hmm. people may react to this one. Uh-oh. All right, this is number 22, mm. that an affair leads to a divorce. Ooh, often. Yes, no doubt. It can or it can be the best thing to ever happen to you. All right, you're going to have to explain this <laughs> Yeah, one. Oh, I knew right. this ah. one. Okay, I'll just put the paper down because this is going to take <laughs> hand movements. Get, get comfortable. Okay, right. so when a couple have challenges, yep. okay, and all relationships have challenges. Of course they do. When one of the partners decides to have an affair, mm. it is usually because there is something missing from the relationship yep. or there's a challenge there that they do not have the tools or the fortitude to be able to deal with. Okay, So they, in their mind, think to themselves, I really want this thing because it's really important to me, so I'm going to seek it outside my marriage. Okay, So they will then go out and seek that outside the marriage. All right. Now, personally, mm. I don't condone divorce, I mean, um, affairs at all. Sure. Alright, because it's either fix it yep. or end it. I thoroughly agree. Don't yep. do this in between shit. However, if you do that, mm-hmm. first of all you got to front up and go I stuffed up. Yep. Okay, because the worst thing is when people only seem to and you see this on the news regularly okay. where someone will go, oh, yeah, I apologise for my statements. No, you're only apologising because someone called you That's out right. on it. Or you got caught. Yes. You know, I'm sorry I cheated on my taxes. No, you're not sorry. You're sorry you got caught. Exactly. Yep. So if you by chance get caught, mm. front up and go, yep, caught, yep. bad yep. thing, let's fix it. I own that. Yep. Or if you've got an ounce of adult in you mm-hmm. own up to it before you get caught. You go, look, I made a really bad error in judgment. I screwed up. Yeah, we need to sort this out. Okay. Now, if you're both adults and you both want to work it out and mm-hmm. make it work, mm-hmm. it's going to take effort. Hell yeah! All right, because first of all, the person that committed the affair mm-hmm. is going to have to be extremely open and honest. Yeah. I'm struggling here, I'm struggling there, I need help with this, and I've got to sort this problem mm-hmm. out because all of these things contributed to me making a very stupid decision. Yeah, okay. okay. And then the other person has to open themselves up mm-hmm. and go, okay, I've got a trust here.
0: Yeah. I can say straight out, right, I'm completely incapable. Um, I, I have been cheated <laughs> on, mm. and, I, and
1: the trust – is gone. You will never trust that person. Yeah. Bigger. Well, some people struggle to bring it back. Mm. Some people can. Okay. So the ones where they want to put the effort in, mm-hmm. and if you go to like a marriage counselor or whatever to sort this out, and you should do because you need a third party that's separate from it, yeah, and doesn't have a vested interest in either of you, etc., they will set up scenarios for you both to be open and honest and be able to talk without judgment and all of this sort of thing. So it can actually lead to a deeper relationship. Okay. Like I said, though, you've both got to be willing to put the effort in. I think If if you're not going to put the effort in, don't even start. Because
0: to me, I think that if that was the case, one person's going to put the effort in, the other one... Okay, because I have a theory about this and, oh my God, I'm going to get hit hard on this one, okay? But, okay, I know a lot of people, a lot of relationships of good and bad and, okay, I believe that... When it comes to, this, particularly when women cheat, okay, they've they've left the relationship twelve months before you even know that they've left, right? They've checked mm-hmm. out, okay. Um, now that to me, it's too far. It's it's irreparable, right? So, I I don't know if I if that was if I was in that situation, um, I don't know if I would be able to give that much. I don't think I I don't think I have that forgiving. I've, I've got a very forgiving nature. Mm. Right, but I think if you've hurt and you've been betrayed to that level,
1: yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so again, this is a very personal thing. Oh, absolutely, and it's up to the individual. Yeah, like I said, for the people that put the effort in, Mm -hmm. you can make a really, really strong and deep relationship. However, it's not going to be an easy journey.
0: Yeah. Okay. All All right. right. So. I it like that it
1: doesn't mean automatic divorce. So if anyone's in that situation, don't just immediately go, right, it's over, because it could actually be the best you, thing to happen to you. You might be you. able
0: to save it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You might actually be, you know, be able to build something like, better. Like I've out.
1: mentioned many times, my second marriage, mm. it was toxic, it was painful, it was stressful, and it was just nasty. However, it turned out to be the best thing to ever happen to me. <laughs> I love That is such a brilliant outlook, mate. Yeah, it really is. It's just because that gave me the best lesson I ever – Could have received Mm -hmm. so that I become who I am now and have the relationship I am. And it wouldn't be like that if I hadn't got that lesson. Oh, hell no. No way in the world. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's good. Uh, Where are we? There we go. Number 23. I forgot what number we're up to. (laughs) 22. 22. I just thought of your little audio. Have you heard that? Yes, I have, but we're not playing it. Damn it. (laughs) 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 So, number 23. Romance. Should come naturally. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, again, I've spoken about love languages mm. because if you know what your partner's love language is, it's very easy for you to let them know that they're loved. Yes. When it comes to romance, we mm. all view it differently. Mm. For yeah. some people, it's flowers and chocolates. Sure. Others, it's a spending time with them and showing you care, washing yep. the dishes. So things like romance mm. have to be cultivated and built. And it's not one of these things where it has to be grandiose because it's just showing you actually care.
0: Yeah, exactly right. Very simple. Really, when you cut all the rubbish aside, if you can show someone how much they mean to you by showing that you genuinely care, that'll hit the ticket.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of people think it takes a lot of effort to show people that you love them, and it doesn't. It actually takes... Very little effort. And in fact, if you put enough effort in at the start, all Mm. you're doing from then on is basically topping it up. Topping it up, okay. Because if you've done a good job of letting that person know that they're loved and cared for and supported and encouraged and all of that, then it's just a gentle reminder now and then. So it's just a quick check-in, job done. I like it. I like it a lot. All right,
0: look, I'm going to um, throw something forward to you here. Um, Probably something that your wife has said to you previously. (laughs) Wayne, you've got 30 (laughs) seconds. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't think she's ever said that one to me. Oh, uh, mate, where can we find you? Apart from, you know, all good bookstores. Boom, boom, boom. Not boom. yet. Not, Not yet. yet. I'm in the process okay, there you go. There you go. So
1: uh, if they type in Wayne Brown All About Relationships, my yep. podcast for that will pop up, which is recordings of previous shows. Great. If they type in Wayne Brown Life Back On Track, mm-hmm. you will get all my socials, etc. on my website. Uh, And also last week I mentioned uh, a discount for Edge listeners for my single two relationship fast track course. There's still a few of those left if people want to grab that. What
0: can I say? You have just been amazing. Thank you. You really have been. Edge Radio Australia. Hey, don't miss the show on Sunday at 2 p.m.